وقال الملأ and the malak the leaders they spoke up من قوم فرعون who were from the people of فرعون they said اتذروا they said to فرعون that will you leave موسى موسى وقومه and his people meaning those who believe in him the bani israel basically are you going to spare موسى and his men are you going to just let them be ليفسدوا في الارض so that they spread corruption in the land and what were they calling corruption What was corruption according to them? Iman. They said, are you going to let them be so that they spread this corruption in the earth? وَيَذَرَكَ And he leaves you, meaning Musa doesn't believe in you as God. وَآلِهَتَكَ And he has also abandoned your gods. Because the people of Egypt, they used to worship many, many gods. So they said to Fir'aun, are you going to leave Musa and his people? They don't believe in you. They don't worship your gods. قَالَ Fir'aun, Because his ego was hurt, right? It's like somebody in power, if he's told, aren't you going to do anything about it? What are you waiting for? So Fir'aun, what an egotist he was, he said, سَنُقَتِّلُ أَبْنَاءَهُمْ We are going to kill their sons. وَنَسْتَحْيِي And we're going to keep alive نِسَاءَهُمْ They're women. وَإِنَّا And indeed we فَوْقَهُمْ Above them, قَاهِرُونَ Subjugators. So what does this show to us? That Fir'aun had the men, meaning the boys, the baby boys, of Bani Israel killed twice. Once before Musa a.s. came, and secondly, after Musa a.s. came. Why? In order to oppress the Bani Israel even more. In order to keep them in his control. He said, we're going to do this again. وَإِنَّا فَوْقَهُمْ قَاهِرُونَ We have full power over them. They cannot dare to speak in front of us. They cannot, you know, do anything to get their freedom. We're going to oppress them. قَالَ مُوسَى So Musa a.s. Now he said, To who? لِقَوْمِهِ To his people. To the Bani Israel. اِسْتَعِينُوا Seek help. بِاللَّهِ With Allah. وَاصْبِرُوا And be patient. Think about it. Put yourself in the position of Bani Israel. So oppressed, You don't have the right to speak at all. Boys are being killed. Women are kept alive, enslaved. And imagine somebody tells you, be patient and seek Allah's help. What would you say to them? I've had enough. Can't deal with this anymore. You better do something. Yes, I'm being patient, but if you are our leader, then you also do something to save us. Do something to protect us. But the thing is that The situation was such that really the Bani Israel had no choice but to be patient. You see, Fir'aun, he had a lot of power to deal with, to compete with power and to defeat it. What do you need? Equal amount of strength, equal amount of power, if not greater. And if you don't have that, then what option do you have? What option do you have? That you try to fight with it, with nothing, and be eliminated completely? In some situations, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you the strength to speak up, to stand for yourself, alright? And in those situations, you must do that. This is why in the Qur'an we learn that هُمْ يَنْتَصِرُونَ They stand up for themselves, they help themselves, they defend themselves. But that is when they have the power. That is when they have the ability. But when you don't have that ability, like the Muslims in Mecca, then what is necessary? That you 
remain calm. You bear that difficulty with patience and you just wait until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala strengthens you. Until Allah gives you the power with which you can defend yourself. Now the people of Musa alayhi salam, they were slaves. They had no power at all. Could they go out in the streets and say, we're not going to work for Fir'aun? If they did that, what would happen? Fir'aun would send his army and kill every single one of them. Was that easy for Fir'aun? Of course. If he had so many magicians killed, you think he could not get all the Bani Israelites killed? Very easily. One command and it would be done. Right? But typically, what is it that people want to hear? You should go and protest. You should go and you know have your voices heard. And you should stand up for yourself. And you should do this. And you should go burn cars. And you should go kill so and so. And then you will be heard. But are you really heard? Or are you actually hurt more? You get more hurt then. Isn't it so? Look at the state of the Muslim Ummah today. There are some situations in which you can do something, but when you see it's not working out, you have to do something. Even if it is, إِسْتَعِينُ بِاللَّهِ وَاصْبِرُوا Because how many more lives will be killed? How much more oppression will be done? Someone has to do something. Someone has to take a step back and... إِسْتَعِينُ بِاللَّهِ وَاصْبِرُوا Because otherwise you're going headlong into your own destruction. You're basically telling someone to come and kill you. Because you don't have the capacity to defend yourself. And when you go in front of someone who's armed, you're telling them, kill me, finish me off. So Musa salam he told his people, إِسْتَعِينُ بِاللَّهِ وَاصْبِرُوا Be patient. Now you have to bear this difficulty because you don't have the strength to repel it. It is beyond your power. You can't even defend yourself. So just be patient and keep asking Allah for help. Cry before Allah. Beg Him for help. Ask Him to change your situation for you because the fact is that only He can change your situation here. Nobody can help you. Only Allah can help you. And many times Allah puts us in difficulty so that we turn to Him. He takes everybody away from us, takes everything away from us so that we realize our neediness before Allah. We turn to Allah, we humble ourselves in front of Him and we beg Him for His mercy. And He reminded the Bani Israel that إِنَّ الْأَرْضَ Indeed the earth, لِلَّهِ It is for Allah. Meaning the entire earth belongs to Allah. You're afraid of Fir'aun? You think he's in power today so he can do whatever he wants? Don't worry. The one who is far more greater is who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fir'aun only owns Egypt. Allah owns the entire earth. Allah even has power over Fir'aun. So don't be afraid of him. Fear Allah. And remember that yurithuha, this earth belongs to Allah. He causes to inherit it. May yasha, whomever he wants, min ibadihi from his servants. Meaning, it's up to Allah. He can give control over the earth to anyone, whoever that he wants. But the fact is that wal-aqibatu, and the outcome is for who? Lil-muttaqeen, for those who fear Allah. This is the key. So important that finally, the victory is for who? Those who have taqwa. If not in this world, definitely in the hereafter. So what should be our focus? Have taqwa. Like the Muslims when they were in Mecca, what were they told? Focus on your prayer. Focus on your piety. Focus on your manners. 
Focus on your relationships with others. This was the focus. Not that you go and protest in the streets and you go and kill the leaders of the mushrikeen. No. But they were told to be patient over there. Focus on self-improvement. Because when a person purifies his heart, strengthens it with the love of Allah, with the fear of Allah, and in his actions he changes, then what happens? Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helps him. Then Allah improves his condition. قَالُوا The Bani Israel, they said, أُذِينَا We were hurt from Hamza, ذَال, يَا, أَذَى What does أَذَى mean? Hurt. They said, we were hurt مِنْ قَبْلِ before on that تَأْتِينَا You came to us. وَمِنْ and from بَعْدِ after جِئْتَنَا You came to us. Meaning, O Musa, our condition has not changed since you have come to us. When you weren't here, we were oppressed, we were suffering. And we were hopeful that someday relief would come. You came, our hopes were high. And what happened? Instead of relief, we are still in trouble. We are still suffering. Because before Musa came, remember, the children of the Bani Israel were killed by Fir'aun. After Musa came, again their children were being killed. Musa is so hopeful. Imagine if a leader is, is told such a thing. That nothing has changed since you've come. In fact, we have gone back to how we were previously. Imagine if you were a leader and you were told like this, that nothing has changed since you've come. We've seen no improvement. Would you be discouraged? Would you be discouraged? Greatly. But Musa salam, he is so hopeful. He says, Asa Rabbukum. Perhaps it is hope that your Lord, Ayyuhlika, that He will destroy Aduwakum, your enemy. Be hopeful. Allah can destroy your enemy. وَيَسْتَخْلِفَكُمْ And He can give you power. He can cause you to inherit. He can cause you to have succession. فِي الْأَرْضِ In the earth. But remember, فَيَنْظُرَ Then He will see. كَيْفَ تَعْمَلُونَ How is it that you do? Meaning what actions do you perform? So He reminds them that look, not having a blessing is a test. Right now you should be hopeful. But having a blessing is also a test. Because where you want victory, it's very much possible. Allah can save you from your misery. But remember that Allah will still look at what you do. And this is something that we should remember. Not having something is a test. And having something is also a test. But we think if we are deprived, only then we are being tested. And if we are free, if our wishes are fulfilled, then Allah is happy with us. But the fact is that Allah is still testing us. فَيَنظُرَ كَيْفَ تَعْمَلُونَ So what happened? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He punished Fir'aun. But how? وَلَقَدْ And certainly, أَخَذْنَا We seized آلَ فِرْعَونَ The family of Fir'aun. Al over here doesn't just mean family, but it means his people. So it's the Egyptians, the Coptics. So we seized Ala Fir'aun, how? With what? Bissinin, with the years. Sinin is a plural of? Of? Sana. Okay, not Sina. La ta'khuduhu? Sinatum, that is different. Sana means year. Okay? So certainly we seized the people of Fir'aun with years. Years? Basically when the plural sinin is used, it refers to years of famine and drought. Because when a person is hungry, he doesn't have water, then every second seems very, very long. Has it ever happened to you? That you're fasting, you're very hungry, and the short day of 10 hours seems like 20 hours. 
So sinin refers to years of drought and famine. So we seize the people of Fir'aun with famine. وَنَقْصٍ and shortage مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ of produce. Thamarat, plural of thamara, doesn't just refer to fruit, but every kind of produce. Why? لَعَلَّهُمْ يَذَّكَّرُونَ So that they would remember. They would remember Allah. They would take a lesson. That perhaps this famine, this shortage of food supplies, is because of our oppression of Bani Israel. Perhaps it is because of our rejection of Musa a.s. So what happened? فَإِذَا so when جَاءَتْهُمْ It came to them. الْحَسَنَ The good. What good came to them? Eventually that famine was over. Eventually that drought was over. And it was followed by a lot of rain. When this happened, قَالُوا They said, لَنَا هَذِهِ This is for us. Meaning we expected this. This is for us. We deserve it. It was only expected that after years of famine, eventually there would be rain. After so many months, eventually there would be rain. So they said, this is normal. وَإِن and if تُصِبُهُمْ It reached them, سَيِّئَةٌ Some evil, meaning when that famine was there, some difficulty struck them, what would they say? What would they do? يَطَّيَّرُوا They would take as bad omen. Who? بِمُوسَى With Musa, وَمَنْ مَعَهُ And those with him. يَطَّيَّرُوا is basically from the root letters طَيَّرَ طَائِر What is a طَائِر? Bird. Okay, now the Arabs, if they wanted to decide, you know, if they should do something or not, if they should travel or not, what would they do? They would take a bird and cause it to fly. So they would release it. If the bird flew to the right, they meant good luck, let's do it. And if the bird flew to the left, they said bad luck, keep away from it. Okay, so basically an event happened because of which they said that this person or this action is good or it is not good. Okay? So basically it is to take an omen. And what is that? That to say that because of this event, because of this thing that has happened, you know, such and such will be good or such and such will not be good. So for example, when people are getting married, sometimes they break glass. Why? Do they do that? Why do they do that? The, any evil that can happen, you know, whatever, it's broken off right now. I don't know. But the, people have such superstitious beliefs, right? If a black cat has passed in front of me, danger, don't go. Not a good sign, right? If a particular kind of bird is heard, they're like, oh, don't do this, right? When people take such events or certain objects as signs, and you're like, oh, don't do this. Okay, so they said that this evil has happened to us. Why? Because of the presence of Musa and his people. Anything good that happened, yeah, it's normal. It happens. No big deal. Anything bad that happened, it's Musa's fault. It's because he is here that this is happening to us. And many times we also become very superstitious. Right? And we say, Oh, because this person is in our family, since they have come, such and such has happened. That, you know, divorced woman, she came to my wedding and this is why my marriage is falling apart. Hmm? That widow, she came and sat next to me on my wedding day and I have this fear that my husband's going to die. Superstitious beliefs. This is Many people do that. And you know what? If they don't verbalize it, they think like this in their head. And remember that this is all forms of shirk.
Because a believer, he has this firm belief that nothing good or bad happens except with whose permission and will? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So to say that this divorce happened because on that day this person came, this is all superstitious beliefs. And you know what? Be confident. Why should we become so weak? Why should we become so afraid? That because they have come, I'm so nervous, everything's gonna fall apart. No, don't freak out, don't panic, calm down, relax. So they blame Musa alayhi salam and his people. Allah says, Allah, unquestionably, إِنَّمَا طَائِرُهُمْ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ Indeed, their ta'ir, their evil omen is with Allah. وَلَكِنَّ أَكْثَرَهُمْ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ But most of them, they do not know. وَقَالُوا And they said in their pride, مَهْمَا What does مَهْمَا mean? Whatever it may be. Whatever, whatsoever. تَأْتِنَا You come to us, be he with it, min ayatin from sign meaning o musa no matter what sign you bring to us litasharana so that you bewitch us biha with it fama so not nahnu we laka for you bimu'minin at all ones who believe they said o musa do what you want show what you may but we are never going to listen to you we're never going to let the bani israel go we are never going to believe that you are a prophet so what happened when they became so stubborn? فَأَرْسَلْنَا So we sent عَلَيْهِمْ upon them الطُوفَانِ The flood. Heavy rains. After all that famine, heavy rains. So that their streets were flooded, their houses were flooded. And floods are very destructive. Because they destroy, imagine, if there's water everywhere, your house is destroyed. Animals die. Cattle. Right? Everything is destroyed. So, فَأَرْسَلْنَا عَلَيْهِمُ الطُّوفَانِ وَالْجَرَادِ جراد locusts. That the little crop they had left, the locusts consumed everything, destroyed everything. وَالْقُمَّلْ Whatever food they managed to store, the bugs, they consumed them. قُمَّلْ Lice, but it's not just lice. قُمَّلْ is also used for, has it ever happened to you that you get a bag of rice or a bag of flour and you see these black, tiny, tiny, Creatures crawling around, extra protein. <laughs> Sometimes you find it in your food as well. So those bugs, weevil, okay, that is called qummal. So whatever food they managed to store, it was infected with the qummal. Waddafadir and frogs, plural of difda. Frogs. It is said there were so many frogs in their houses, like literally inside their clothes, jumping out from everywhere. And qummal, not just infecting their food, but even lice all over their bodies. Imagine, so much, what dumb and blood, all the water turned into blood. Ayatin signs, mufassalat, distinct and separate ones. Meaning, all of these punishments were not sent together. They were all spaced out. How? That first of all, the tufan was sent. They said, O Musa, we might listen to you. You ask Allah. If He removes this from us, you know, we might let the Bani Israel go. Musa alayhi made dua. They didn't change. Then what happened? Allah sent another punishment. Jarad. Same thing. They turn to Musa. You make dua. If it goes, we'll let the Bani Israel go. They didn't change. Allah sent qummal. So one after the other like this. Mufassalat. But what happened? Fastakbaru. But they were arrogant. Wakanu. And they were qawman. A people. Mujrimin. Criminals. وَلَمَّا And when وَقَعَ It happened عَلَيْهِمْ Upon them الرِّجْزُ The filth Rijz over here refers to plague When the plague struck them So the worst of all the punishments That fell on the people of Fir'aun When the plague fell upon them 
قالوا, imagine disease making them physically sick and that disease is spread everywhere. قالوا, they said, Ya Musa, O Musa, ud'u, you make dua, lana for us, Rabbaka, your Lord. Bima, because of what ahida he has promised, indaka with you. What promise did Allah have with Musa? That if Fir'aun and his people, if they change, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will also change their situation. Allah listens to his prophets. So they said, you made dua because of this promise that Allah has with you. You're such a righteous man. You're such a good person. People don't make dua for themselves, but they go to others and they say, you're so nice, you make dua for me. They said, you make dua, لَإِن surely if kashafta, you remove anna from this arrijza, the filth, meaning this plague, لَنُؤْمِنَنَّ لَكَ We will surely listen to you. We will surely believe in you. وَلَنُرْسِلَنَّ And we will definitely, surely send Maraka with you, Bani Israel, the children of Israel. And many times people don't think about changing unless they are physically ailing, physically hurting. So when they became like this, they said, you make dua, we'll let the Bani Israel go. فَلَمَّا Musa عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ made dua. And then when kashafna we removed anhum from them الرِّجْزَ The filth, what happened? إِلَىٰ Until أَجَلٍ A time whom they بَالِغُوهُ wants to reach it إِذَا then whom they يَنْكُثُونَ They break. Meaning, they went against their promise. They made a promise with Musa. If this punishment is removed because of your dua, we let the Bani Israel go. But when that punishment was removed, what did they do? They went against their promise. Yankuthun nakatha is to break a promise. Notice the word, ila ajarin hum baliguhu. The punishment was lifted until a term that they were going to reach eventually. Because they were just playing over here. They just wanted to get rid of that punishment. And such people, eventually they do have punishment in the hereafter. So even if they do get relief, it is only for some time. So what happened when they broke their promise one after the other? فَانْتَقَمْنَا مِنْهُمْ Then we took revenge from them. How? فَأَغْرَقْنَاهُمْ Then we drowned them. Who? Fir'aun and his people. Where? فِالْيَمِّ In the sea. Why? بِأَنَّهُمْ Because indeed they كَذَّبُوا They denied بِآيَاتِنَا With our signs. وَكَانُوا And they were عَنْهَا From it غَافِلِينَ Heedless. How were they heedless? They saw great things happening, but they didn't take a lesson. You see, a believer, when he suffers any difficulty, he doesn't behave like a donkey that doesn't know why his master tethered him and why his master let it free. A believer, when he suffers from any difficulty, he realizes this is because of something that I've done. So he turns to Allah, immediately seeking forgiveness. A believer is not a heedless person. He takes a lesson from what's going on in his life and what he sees around himself. But the people of Fir'aun, they were completely heedless. And because of that, they were punished. You see in life when different things happen, Allah's teaching us. But if we close our eyes, don't learn anything, we're depriving ourselves. We're behaving blindly. وَأَوْرَثْنَا And instead we cause to inherit الْقَوْمَ The people. Which people? الَّذِينَ Those who كَانُوا They were يُسْتَضْعَفُونَ They were oppressed. Which people were oppressed? The Bani Israel. Those who were oppressed, what happened? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made them inherit, meaning made them the owners of مَشَارِق Plural of مَشْرِق East الْأَغْضِ of the earth وَمَغَارِبَهَا And its western parts. مَغَارِب Plural of مَغْرِب Meaning, they became owners of a land 
its eastern parts and its western parts. When you talk about east and west, you're talking about a big space. They got all their freedom. But which land? Allati that which barakna fiha. We had blessed in it. Because remember that when Fir'aun didn't let the Bani Israel go, eventually Allah ordered Musa to take the Bani Israel. So they left in the night. And when they were crossing the sea, Fir'aun followed them. Right? And when he followed them, Bani Israel came out safe. But Fir'aun, as he reached the middle, the sea closed upon him. He was drowned. Bani Israel set free. Eventually they made it to Palestine, their original home. And they became a free people over there. Imagine a nation that was oppressed. Allah set them free. Your situation can change no matter what a terrible situation you're in. But for now, what is necessary? We hold on. We remain patient. We expect only good from Allah. We only seek help from Allah. Allah says, وَتَمَّتْ And it was complete. كَلِمَةُ Word. رَبِّكَ of your Lord. Which word? Which promise? الْحُسْنَى The excellent one. The best one. Allah has made this best, excellent promise. What? That if you turn to Allah, if you are patient, you strive in the way of Allah, you remain firm, then Allah will grant you success. Surely. Definitely He will help you. So this promise, it was fulfilled. In whose case? Ala Bani Israel. In the case of Bani Israel. Why? Why did Allah give them victory? Why did Allah save them? Because they went out in the streets and they protested? No. Bima sabaru. Because they were patient. Because of their patience. Sabr is the key to success. Wadammarna. And we destroyed. Dammara yudammiru tadmir. Devastate. Destroy. It is to collapse a building. We destroyed ma kana that which yasna'u he used to build sad nun ain to build to construct who used to build Fir'aun Fir'aun waqawmu and his people all those great structures that they built destroyed wama and that which kanu they were yarishun they used to erect yarishun ain rashin arasha is basically to rise up okay remember the word ma'rushat Marushat, the plants that grow upwards. So all these great structures that they cause to stand in their civilization, all of them destroyed. And we see that so many of them are still present today. But their expertise, their skills are all lost. We can't read their language. We cannot figure out till today how they constructed those pyramids. All that technology, gone. Finished, destroyed. So what's the main lesson over here? That those who oppress, those who misuse the power that Allah has given them, no matter how much power they have, they have only some time. Even if it's 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, eventually their days come to an end. Eventually they meet their downfall. And those who are oppressed, remember, Allah has mercy for them. But He will show mercy and He will take them out of their situation. When they turn to Him, when they are patient. But we turn to other people. We look at what we have, but the fact is that we have nothing. If we turn to Allah, He can change our situation. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help all of us in the difficulties that we face. Recitation. 
السلام علیکم و رحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ